Economics in the Spirit present... How to be a success. Ordinary men living extraordinary lives. The podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man, exploring economics and the spirit. This month, we have with us James Aladiran, the founder and director of Prayerstorm. He is an instrumental figure in the UK for catalyzing the church into deeper levels of intercession. James also worked for the Message Trust, coordinating their prayer strategy for seven years, and he has seen God provide and do miraculous things through the power of prayer. Since starting in 2009, Prayer Storm has gathered people together across the UK to fast and pray for a great spiritual awakening in our nation. James, it is an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. Amen. Right, so we are going to start at the beginning. What was life like for you when you were younger? Well, I grew up in a Christian family. Mm-hmm. So my parents are missionaries. My dad uh, is, Ni- is from Nigeria. My mom is from Ghana. Okay. And I was born in Liberia. Wow. So uh, it's been uh, an interesting kind of journey, really, because I, I was born in Liberia. I was born on the mission field. I was born in the church, basically. I've been around the church all my life, but uh, my dad moved back to Nigeria when I was younger and um, was leading a church there for some time. Mm-hmm. And and so while that was going on, I went to a boarding school mm-hmm. in Nigeria in a place called Ogomosho. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a real significant time for me because um I guess the experiences people tend to have at university where they're kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm free from my parents, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I was kind of having that at 11. Oh, wow. So in a sense, my parents weren't there. Mm-hmm. There was no one there telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. But it was a great way for me to find my faith because now I realized uh, that I didn't really have a faith. I was just doing what my parents did. So yeah. it was a journey for me to discover God for myself, which I really value, you know, and I'm glad I had that at that age as opposed to later on in life, uh, because it just kind of really set a good foundation for me seeking God for myself. Uh, so I went to boarding school and um, I eventually started to develop my own relationship with God. Can my I dad. Ask, oh, yeah, go on. How did you start re- developing that relationship with God at boarding school? So what happened was, um, you know, at the boarding school, we had a mosque and we had a chapel. And wow. the Christians went and the, the Christians went to the mosque. Sorry, the Christians. No, the Muslims went to the mosque. The okay. Christians went okay, to okay. the chapel. Sounds <laughs> right. That right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, 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 you know, I found that I didn't really want to go to the chapel. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone, one of the teachers that was kind of like um, my guardian. That's what they call them when you're a boarding school. Just someone that's looking out for you that kind of just make sure you're okay. No. Mm-hmm. He is a Christian and he was obviously just asking me one day, well, you know, James, why weren't you at the chapel on Sunday? Mm-hmm. And it was just a simple question, but it, it kind of just gave me a reality check. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Maybe I don't actually want God. Wow. <laughs> Maybe I don't actually know God. So that simple reality check 
almost caused me to be aware of where I was at in mm-hmm. my walk with God, that I didn't actually have a relationship with God at all. Mm-hmm. And the same kind of question almost led me to a place of desiring to want to know God. Because I've been around the church and met different people who've served God, men and women of God. And mm-hmm. I, I've heard lots of great stories of mm-hmm. moves of God. And I think in my heart was, Lord, I just want to know you. I don't want to go through all the religious stuff. I just want to know you. Like, I want to hear you talk. I want to I want to have encounters with you. Like, I want to know you. I know you're real, so I don't want all this just going through the motions. That was the foundation of my journey. So really, that desire to know God more started me off mm-hmm. just pursuing my uh, my faith and, you know, just pursuing Jesus, really. Mm-hmm. And then when you were 17? Yes. So when I was 17, uh, as I said, my dad was leading a church uh, in Nigeria for some time. Uh, he felt uh, God called him uh, to Manchester. He was in Manchester. Actually, mm-hmm. this was before I was 17. He was in Manchester and he felt God speak to him and say, I've got work for you in Manchester. Wow. And God showed him basically, you know what I'm doing right now? Pressed on. Mm-hmm. God showed him that as a vision when he came to Manchester. But in the vision, God didn't necessarily show him me leading it. So he thought God was calling him to Manchester to start a ministry. Okay. Anyway, long story short, uh-huh. my family my family moved to Manchester. Mm-hmm. I had no passion or desire to go into ministry. But, mm-hmm. you know, I had I had several encounters with God that led to me ending up in ministry as I am right now. Mm-hmm. But I came to Manchester when I was 17. That's the point I'm trying to make. And uh, that was 2001. Wow. So tell us a little bit more about this vision that your dad had, because it's kind of like David and Solomon, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would like to, I guess the way I would talk, I tend to talk about about it is Joel 2.28, where he says, I pour my spirit on our flesh in the last days. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your old men will see visions and your young, sorry, your young men will see visions and your old men will dream, dream dreams. dreams. Yes, that's it. So I, I like to say my dad had a dream, I had a vision in in the sense that the, the Joel 2 prophecy talks about the young and the old and mm-hmm. the connection of the generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the vision my dad had, it was just of young people mm-hmm. and it was like gatherings of young people just dancing and really having encounters with God and being on fire for God and seeking God. So he was just stirred about reaching the next generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, I think he had his vision several times, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, the, the, yeah, that's the essence of it. Just gatherings of young people being on fire for God, encountering God. Sounds so exciting. Sounds so yeah. exciting. So finally, how did you get into prayer storm? <laughs> it's a bit of a long story. But... Next week, before we find out about how prayer storm began, James is going to talk to us about how he overcame his greatest struggle. When I kind of um, had uh, what I'd call demonic depression. Thanks for listening. New episodes are available every Tuesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes as it will help the show to grow. Finally, The Good Man, Exploring Economics and the Spirit. It's available on audible.com now. If it's your first book, it's free. Thanks for listening and stay blessed. Mm -hmm.